final tap minute. Um, this is not counting down any minutes, but actually um, just Sean and Heidi doing a little fall update, kind of prompted by Tom Petty's alleged death. Supposed so, possible death. Yeah. So by the time we drop this, I'm sure it will have gone one way or another. But Sean, as we record this, I, I called out to you and said, do you want to record mm -hmm. an episode and kind of do a fall update and say, hey, um, you know, let's do a little RIP to, to Tom Tom Petty. But as as of this recording, when I, you know, um, this is right now at 6.11 p.m. on Monday what are we? October 2nd, 2017? Yeah, October, Monday, October 2nd, 2017. And uh, so, yeah, as of, I guess the report started around, I, I first saw, I think it was around 11 or noon uh, this morning that Tom Petty had been taken off life support. And then throughout the, the afternoon, it, it kind of word spread that he had been hospitalized, but not confirmed and, and uh, hospitalized after cardiac arrest which would be heart attack for, for us laymen. But now there's, yeah, there's right. mixed reports where, um, yeah, I mean, uh, many, many uh, news outlets, many newspapers and websites are saying, uh, you know, RIP this great artist, Tom Petty. And then uh, I guess the LAPD is not released. They've like said, we're not saying. Like, it's not that they're just quiet. They're saying, we're not saying he's dead. Um, right. And uh, just before we started recording, uh, you, Heidi, were, were checking out uh, Tom's official Twitter feed, uh, which had no confirmation. So we're kind of in, in limbo where yeah. you know, something's happened. It seems it's pretty clear he's not well, but we don't know if it's the kind of thing you get you get better from. Right. And um, right now I am looking at five hours ago is when I posted on our, our Spinal Tap Minute Twitter feed, a man who came up in many a conversation mm -hmm. on our podcast, Fare Thee Well, Tom Petty, and thank you for the music. So I'm also going to just retweet and say, is he <laughs> confirmed dead? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was... Well, with sure. someone really high up there in in the Pantheon, I, I wouldn't say I was, uh, you know, truly a fanatic, but, um, you know, one of those guys just with, uh, you know, with the Heartbreakers and Solo, uh, just such a catalog of music that it's so many of the songs that I know that have always been there. Um, his uh, Full Moon Fever, which was his first solo album away from the heartbreakers was among the the first batch of cds in uh, in the late 80s when i was doing that transfer from from vinyl and starting to buy cds and uh yeah that was in my 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 first trip with the the little shiny discs full moon fever and uh you know and, you, and aside from you know great music very listenable uh, songs, some great driving songs, great driving music on that on that album, but also the sense of humor of of Tom. Again, this is the the transition period where a lot of people were still buying uh, records or cassettes, but CDs were becoming mainstream. There was an interlude in the middle of the CD because the CD you for for the kids that don't know what a CD was, it was a physical thing that had music, and it just 
you played all the way through. And for the kids that don't know what records or cassettes are, uh, they had two sides. <laughs> so in the middle, you would have right. to flip it. To, to listen to the other side. And there was a little interlude in the middle of the Full Moon Fever CD where, where it was just Tom talking, saying, uh, you know, this is the part of the CD where people that are listening to records are going to have to turn it over. And now on to the, the second half of the album. That's hilarious. And I mean, I don't, that's not a direct quote, but it was literally like just those two sentences just saying, hey, some folks have to take a break here and and we don't, but we're going to do it along with them. And I just thought that was, <laughs> that was, you know, so funny and so, you know, personable, just like a little bit of, um, you know, we're, we're kind of separated from our stars and our heroes and the people we look up to, um, you know, even... Uh, and, and certainly by by the time I was old enough to be going to concerts, uh, Tom Petty was a big enough star that he's playing, you know, arenas and uh, and so forth. He's not in little clubs where even the front row in an arena show, even the front row is, is going to be separated from the stage. Um, but that was like a very connecting moment for me. Like, I'm like, OK, this guy like. It, you know, artists, they're, they're people and they have their foibles. And sometimes you find out, wow, this guy does good art, but he's not a nice person or, you know, she does these awful things when she's not doing the art that I appreciate. But I got the feeling like, oh, this is a cool guy. Like I could listen to his music and I can like hang out and, and relate to him. Uh, and that was, I, th I thought a special moment that you don't, that I don't get with a lot of musicians through to do that through a recording right. to make that kind of connection. Um, yeah. Well, it was a nice thing. And one of the things I'll remember uh, about Tom um, no matter how, no matter what his state is, right. no matter how this works out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I know I have like a best of CD and, and I definitely liked him right from the beginning from Refugee and American Girl mm -hmm. and Breakdown and all that. It's just like classic rock and roll before you kind of called it classic rock and roll. Just, just automatically sort of all American good guitar music. Like you said, it's like good driving music. I don't yeah. know if you meant just, you know, like it has a drive to it or something that you want to drive around to. But yeah, I was thinking either like way just, works. <laughs> yeah. I mean I was thinking just yeah, behind the wheel of the car and and, and literally driving, but yeah. it works. Yeah, and it's it's it all has a timeless quality with stuff that um now it's classic in the sense that it's old. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how old something needs to be, but, um, you know, if satellite radio has a classic rap station uh, for, <laughs> you know, for, for 80s and early 90s rap, uh, you know, Tom Petty certainly predates that. So I think he's old enough. But it was stuff, even, it, even when it was brand new, it felt... Um, you know, just like a worn, a worn in pair of jeans, just totally. that comfort. Like the first time, the first time you hear a Tom Petty song, it's like the hundred. It's like, I know this song, I'm comfortable with it. I'm just going to slide in and it, and it fits. It's, you know, it, they're, they're, they're new classics. It seems like every time I, you know, all the new stuff that comes out for him, it's, yeah. it's classic as soon as I hear it. That's really well put. I mean, it sound it almost sounds like a you know a Spinal Tap joke, right? A new classic, yeah. but it's yeah. totally totally correct in this in this uh, at this juncture and that yeah. in this example. So yeah, so yeah, so so just to say again, at this moment in time, we don't know. Um, whether it's confirmed that Tom Petty has passed away or not, but either way, here's a nice a nice moment for us to just talk about somebody who um, 
who was brought up a lot in our podcast episodes. A lot of people had watched that four hour documentary. Um, mm -hmm. I still haven't watched that. Have you watched that, Sean? I have not. I've not watched it yet. Although, uh, yeah, now I'm I'm prompted. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, that's one of those things that that happens. Even though you know you may appreciate an artist, there is something about them passing on that gives you that feeling of wanting to look back at their body of work and stuff. And for sure, uh, makes me want to put it at the top of my queue. But speaking of top of the queue, one thing we talked about too was talking about coming on and giving some recommendations since it's been a while. That's something we used to do on our regular episodes. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely watched a couple of documentaries. I thought, oh, this would be great for the Spinal Tap Minute audience. Yeah. And um, sounds like you had something too. Do you want to share share your recommendation? Sure, sure. I only um, I only have one new one, but it's it's a biggie. It's uh, the the long strange trip, oh, cool. which is a documentary on the Grateful Dead. Uh, it's available on Amazon Prime, uh, directed by Amir Barlev, um, and it's uh, it's a big one. It's I think it's six episodes plus a bonus, so seven episodes that are totaling something like four hours. Um, so it's it's a big bite to uh, to to chew on. Uh, for anyone who's a big Grateful Dead fan, obviously, is going to be interested. I think anyone who is is interested in uh, the the late '60s flower power um, era of of music going into and, and it covers the whole uh, the whole life of the band. So from the late '60s or really from the mid '60s through the '70s and '80s, um, but but following those bands, those '60 era bands and um, you might be interested in that and well as well. I mean, for someone, if someone says, I'm going to be honest, if someone says I'm not interested in the Grateful Dead, I'm not interested in in '60s rock. I'm, or you know, I I don't listen to Crosby, Stills and Nash. I don't listen to the Birds or Jefferson Airplane or any of that. Then, yeah, it's it's four hours. It's it's you know, it's a little bit long winded, so it's not necessarily going to win you over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if yeah, I mean, but if you're interested in that era of of not just music but American history because the music was so intertwined with the events of what was going on and and how society changed, how sixties uh, really changed things forever. I mean, there's the fifties, there's the seventies, and they're really different. And there's that transition period in between. Um, I would I would kind of put it up there along the lines of. Um, you know, a, a Ken's Ken Burns documentary. Gotcha. And that's something that, that wrapped up recently. Ken Burns, I think, a four or six hours on the Vietnam War. Um, just it's it's something similar of that scope. Um, but that would that's that's really good. And that's um, Barlev, the director. He's uh, he's done a, a, a well, I guess about a dozen other documentaries. He's done things. Um, he did twelve, twelve, twelve. Which was a, a concert film for on the uh, the benefit concert for the vi victims of Hurricane Hurricane Sandy in 2012. Um, he also did a documentary on Pat Tillman, uh, the Tillman story. Um, and Pat Tillman was a uh, a professional football player in the NFL who left the NFL to go fight in. Uh, he joined the army following the uh, following 9/11. 
and ended up dying in action. Hmm. Um, and so there's a, a, a documentary on, on that. I, I have, I've heard good things about the documentary, but I, but I haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, so this is a guy who, who's, who's worked with music, who's done music stuff before, who's got a, a really strong documentary resume. Um, and it really brings a good, a good eye. I mean, I consider myself a, a Grateful Dead uh, fanatic and uh, I'm, I'm learning a lot and I'm, I'm certainly uh, enjoying the music. And, and like I said, it's, I'm learning a lot about the history of the times that the band is going through as well. Um, so yeah, I would, I would recommend that to, uh, um, yeah, to, to, to anyone who's interested in certainly again, the Grateful Dead or that kind of late sixties through the seventies era of music, or even if you're just interested, um, in that period of time, maybe you just watched that Ken Burns, uh, Vietnam documentary, and this is sort of a different take on, uh, a lot of the, the same time period. And uh, again, that that's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime right now. I'm sure that it'll be available for, uh, you know, for download and DVD or Blu-ray at some point. Yeah, I definitely know a lot of friends and family that that watched that. I'm I'm not a big fan of them, but I'm a fan of people. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of my uh, family and friends. So it's uh, but and that era and that that era of music, yeah. of course, is is well, and a lot going on in me. your neck of the woods. You'd probably recognize a lot of the the locations. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, and so Heidi, so what have you been watching and what have you been listening to and, and what would you recommend? Yeah, so I've watched, I've been all up on the Netflix tip lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so two movies, one that, that Brian watched um, and then I started watching and he just watched all over again because he was really fascinated by it and, and I was too, is this documentary that's on Netflix streaming right now. Um, it looks like it's available on Prime Video also. is called Who the Fuck is That Guy? The Fabulous Journey <laughs> of Michael Alago. <laughs> so yeah, this is a documentary about a guy, a young guy who grew up as a gay Puerto Rican kid in the Hasidic area of Brooklyn and turned into like he got really into the music scene right away. So I'll just read a little bit of the summary to make it a little bit easier. Uh, But I'll tell you right away, I loved this documentary. I think anybody into rock and roll like we are would like it. (laughs) So it says, uh, discover the incredible life of Michael Alago, a gay Puerto Rican kid from Brooklyn who went on to shape and reinvent the world's musical landscape. First, as a 19-year-old talent booker at the legendary Ritz nightclub in New York City, and then as a 24-year-old A&R exec who signed Metallica, White Zombie, and worked with other notable artists, including Nina Simone, John Lydon, and Cyndi Lauper. Film tells the tender, loving, and sometimes self-destructive story of a man who just loved music. He had the passion to bring it to the world on his terms and lived to talk about it. Wow. Yeah. I'm sold. It's awesome. You'd love it. I mean, this guy is fantastic. He's in the whole thing. So it's not one of those... There's a lot of talking talking heads, not the talking heads, but um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know talking head parts of the of the documentary. But there's also a lot of Michael, uh, um, current Michael, in his fifties, just walking around and showing 
you know, different clubs that he went to when he was young and yeah. was part of the New York uh, music scene. He's just one of those kids that just went out at night and, you know, got on the subway and went and went down to CBGBs and went to these other clubs and was really into the music. And he was so passionate about it, like they mentioned in the little synopsis I just read, that he just kind of, you know, grew grew his career out of his passion and and love for really awesome music and a lot of a lot of rock and roll acts and but some punk bands and other things i mean he was in it he was up in it and then he oh, just yeah, <laughs> yeah well, just, it was that, awesome the, the the one sentence i mean the 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 range of you know styles and approaches to music you cover just going nina simone mm-hmm. johnny lyden cindy lopper and and you know Nina Simone, there was there was I think we talked about Nina and the the recent movie on her, but she's not as well known as 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 I think some other folks like Billie Holiday, but she's you know kind of just your old timey um, singer. I don't know what yeah, else is you know just the consummate singer, like incredible jazz yeah. singer and beyond jazz. Like she invented yeah. her own styles, and he he loved her since childhood, and then later on was able to connect up with her. So this is sort of later on in the documentary, <laughs> you see that he's able to connect with her and help her produce um, the last album she put out before she she died. Wow! But yeah, so to go from. Uh, <laughs> Just the a jazz singer to Johnny Lydon, yeah, also known as Johnny Rotten of yeah. uh, of Sex Pistols and Public Image Limited, and then to Cindy Lauper. Like just the yeah. If you said nothing else, but this guy worked with those three, right. I'm like, I gotta know more. Like how just the the yeah. How do you jump? those different worlds (laughs) just just yeah jazz to punk to pop to yeah so so yeah so seek it out seek it out everybody it came out in 2017 so it's a new documentary and it's on netflix so yeah it's who the fuck is that guy the fabulous journey of michael alago a-l-a-g-o so Michael yeah, and then the other one, the other one is it's an older doc. It's from 2011, but it just came out on Netflix or it just surfaced to me on Netflix, which is Foo Fighters back and forth. Oh. So that's another documentary and it really it really goes from the, you know, a little bit it starts off with a bit of of Nirvana you know, mm-hmm. lore kind of sets the tone with um, some of the stuff that was going on with Nirvana and Kurt's death and all that stuff. And then it goes right into the whole story of the Foo Fighters. There's a little bit of, you know, behind the scenes of actually making some of the albums. And then what what I liked about it, what I think people who listened to Spinal Tap Minute and who are fans of of you know, rock and roll music and the process mm-hmm. and everything is, of course, I think Dave Grohl is really funny, like he has a great sense of humor, but he also really shows what 
what it's like and what the challenges are of leading a band and collaborating with other musicians and how sometimes it works and sometimes it works for a little while and then stops working and then adjustments need to be made and and a lot of how it is to play with people who you who you love as friends and then maybe things work for a few years and then they stop you know just that whole back and forth of collaborating creatively but ultimately you being the leader of the band and making those hard choices. <laughs> and I, I really related to that because I've been in several bands and led a few bands and 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 that's one of the the parts that's really kind of difficult to navigate sometimes is sure kind of sharing what your vision is and then sometimes having it work and sometimes having it not work. And then what do you do and how do you maintain friendships? Those interviews with everybody in in the bands and, you know, they really go through pretty much every album that they made and and the process of doing all of those and, and how they've kind of grown up over the years and the struggles that he had trying to make a new project and not have it be compared to just like nirvana and all that stuff well yeah how do you yeah how do you follow (laughs) up something like that uh you know being in in a band like that and and it ending the way it did and then okay your next band yeah and you don't want to be in that shadow you don't want the constant comparisons yeah so i do i do recommend it i like it i've always liked the foo fighters i don't have any of their albums but like when they're they're you know, popular songs come up on the radio. They're the ones that I always like to sing really loud along to. Uh, they're just mm-hmm. really yeah. good sing-along, you know, anthemic tunes. And um, I think it was, it was just, if you're into rock and roll, you will probably like it. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable uh, thing. So, yeah. And then... Um, Let's see. I'm just going back onto Twitter here to see if we have any (laughs) Any updates updates? on Tom Petty. So I'm going to actually go right into just um, a search engine and say, is Tom Petty confirmed dead? Yeah. So so while you're doing that, I'll just talk about I've got a little... I'm kind of probably in the same class as you with the Foo Fighters. I don't own any of their albums. Haven't seen them in concert, but uh, you know, certainly they they can perform and they can play a, a song. And and everything I've seen and heard from Dave Grohl seems like uh, you know a, a good guy. And one particular thing I saw recently, um, well, kind of to make to make a short story long. Uh, so we recently passed what would have been the hundredth uh, birthday of Buddy Rich. And um, the the great drummer. Sorry, from- I just want to I want to interject. Everybody's going to know this by now, but it it says ABC News as of let's see eight fourteen p.m. Eastern time. So what time is that? You're you're on Eastern time. Yeah. So that was a, about an hour ago as we record this. Okay. So it says erroneous reports about Tom Petty's death cause confusion. It says, for several hours Monday, music lovers believed Tom Petty was dead. And they kind of, you know, named some different celebrities posting stuff and blah, blah, blah. They named me. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but it says, thus, but the 66-year-old entertainer is still alive. And news outlets that announced his death Monday retracted their stories later. Okay. So I'm just going to post this on our, oh, okay. on our Twitter. 
And um, you guys are just kind of getting our, <laughs> I hope you don't feel like we're taking this too lightly. It's just, it's it's a weird scenario and kind of a bit of a spinal tap situation, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's spinal tap unexpected. feel to, uh, is it, yeah. do we light the candle, not light the candle, call, you know, call the doctor, call the priest, or which way do we go? Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of one of the, the downfalls of this instant media and, and social media world that we live in now where normally something like this would take a day to filter out and you'd get the final story before it came out. But now everything gets updated so quickly. Uh, we don't always have all the facts right away. So, uh, all right. Well, that that's, it's trending better, I guess. Not dead is better than dead. Yeah, yeah. not dead is better than dead. Maybe it's mostly dead. I mean, the guy is 66 too, mostly dead. Um, yeah, which is pretty young. I mean, I remember when when I was a little kid, like oh, sixty six, oh, that's ancient. But now um, I'm a little closer to sixty six <laughs> than I than I was. And now it's like, well, in terms of, um, yeah, I mean, maybe in terms of like hiking the Appalachian Trail or something like that, it's old. But in terms of like dying, that's not quite time yet. That is, that's pretty young, you know. And, and yeah, yeah, for for that, so. Um, we hope he's okay. So yeah, so hopefully he's recovering comfortably uh, as of as of the tweets or as of um, the news outlets, you know, on the um, the interwebs. It's not we're not getting like deep information. It's just so far. It's just he's not dead. So so um, like I said, you know, we'll we'll record this episode and then we'll put it out probably as, as soon as we can and people will have known by then. But we're just just kind of uh, the reactions we're getting right now. So I'm sorry I did interrupt what yeah. you were saying talking about Sean. Oh, so I was saying so uh, for for uh, Buddy Rich's hundredth birthday. Uh, someone had posted on Facebook a link to a video of Buddy Rich on the old Muppet Show doing a drum battle with uh, with Animal. And Buddy Rich was for for the, the kids who aren't familiar was an old uh, uh, one of the best drummers of all time. Uh, Jerry Porter, a, a drummer and a, and a friend who I trust on these matters matters, uh, says the absolute best. So I'm going to go with that. So the, the best drummer of all time. Um, so, uh, in it- and also famous for having recordings of oh. him being like really <laughs> brutal and crazy. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. So there, was, so someone had posted a video of him uh, doing an appearance on the Muppet Show, uh, doing a drum battle with Animal, and then through uh, through digging through other videos on YouTube and, and including the recordings of him cursing out his band, um, I came upon a video of uh, Dave Grohl. On the new Muppet Show um, that was uh, on TV recently and since been canceled, but they kind of recreate that scene. They have Dave Grohl doing a drum battle with Animal. That's awesome. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, and and again, you know, a, another one of those points. I mean, this was a, 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 I'm sure, a scripted thing and everything, especially with the Muppets and the puppets. You can't, you have to set that up ahead of time, but. Uh, Another instance of, uh, you know, the artist letting their personality come through. And it's obviously, uh, you know, he was obviously having a good time with with Animal and, and with the drums on that day. So, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. my Dave yeah. Grohl story. He's, he play- he's really, really fun. Yeah, that's a great story. I'm glad you shared that. that def- and the, yeah. their videos, like if anybody's familiar, they probably are. The, the videos are pretty hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. The Foo Fighters always have a lot of 
tongue in cheek yeah. stuff. So, so yeah. So the other thing going on is I, I've just launched my new podcast this week. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So that's the so, Cabin Minute Cast, right? Yeah, the Cabin Minute Cast. So this is with my friend Molly Balin. We teased it, you know, towards the end of our our run with our podcast. But it's about the cabin in the woods, done in the movies by minutes style that you and I did. Mm-hmm. And it just dropped today, Monday the second. For was the official episode one. So people can, if you guys are interested, can check it out at cabinminutecast.com. So just all the classic spelling of the words cabin, minute, and cast. <laughs> cabinminutecast.com. And uh, there you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts. We've got it, uh, Android. We've got the RSS feed. Any way you like it, you can even get it by mail they even have a button you can click on if you want if you're really old school and you want to get it just right in your email not oh, okay. snail mail i'm like how do they, they would send you a they send you an acetate with the uh yeah <laughs> oh my god but yeah we're on google play we're also on stitcher we're on tune in and uh yeah and then it says or subscribe mm-hmm. with your favorite app by using the address below so so we've got that all dialed in and and we're having a lot of fun doing that talking about a spooky movie that's also really funny and we've got some good guests already recorded and we've got a um you know julia and rick from mad max minute have already been on and oh that's great yeah i mean those yeah those pot that those episodes haven't come up yet but but uh, yeah, they'll be coming right. up. Yeah, soon, I, listen, so. I listened to the first uh, first minute this morning, and uh, it was good good stuff, good podcasting. So I'm looking forward to uh, the rest of the movie. Definitely cool. recommend. Like Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So that was another reason I thought it'd be fun for us to just, just catch back up. And also, uh, besides me launching the new podcast, you and I have been both guests. Both of us have been guests on some other podcasts, and I've tried to be uh, good on our social medias and, and, you know, post about that when we've been guests. But is there anything else you'd like to talk about on that subject? Absolutely. Uh, one thing in particular, I've, I've been the the Movies by Minutes uh, community is very friendly and very welcoming to folks that want to do a, a guest spot. So I've been around a, a few places, but I definitely want to give a shout out to Return to Oz Minute. Um, and that was a movie, Return to Oz, I a movie that I was not even aware of uh, until recently. And uh, I met up with uh, Tierney, who's one of the hosts, and we're actually at a... Um, a a, a gig, I guess, not a concert. We're at a club where uh, the aforementioned Jerry Porter was playing, and we were talking before the show, and she was telling me about this movie that's kind of a sequel to Wizard of Oz, but kind of not. And somehow, instead of instead of like a late teenage Judy Garland, uh, Dorothy Gale is now an eleven year old Feruza Balk. And she goes to Oz not with her dog Toto, but she's got a talking chicken named Belina. And just this is she describes this crazy movie, and I'm like, that's it, I gotta see it. I I watch it, and it's <laughs> even crazier than than Tierney described. And I'm like, okay, I'm all in. I gotta be on your podcast. So uh, I I got to do a week with uh, with with Tierney and Mike on uh, Return to Oz Minute, 
And uh, that's out now, so you can check it out if you haven't been listening. Well, first, if you haven't seen to Return to Oz, um, search it out, find it, watch it. It's ridiculously crazy. It's a lot of fun. And then listen to uh, the Return to Oz Minute podcast, and then uh, at some point you'll get to you'll get to hear me talk as well. So that's that's definitely one um, I want to mention and, and recommend. And um, and then another one is I did uh, I did a few episodes of the Jay and Silent Bob podcast, um, and they're covering all the the Kevin Smith films, starting with Clerks. And I got to talk about uh, three of my favorite minutes from uh, from the classic uh, the classic movie Clerks, and uh, they're doing a good job. So I would say, Sweet. yeah, check out that podcast and uh, and and check me out as well. And then I'll I'll throw out one yeah. more. Um, mm-hmm. And this is this is not out yet. This is just coming out. I think I'm due in in the next week or two. I'll be doing uh, some time with uh, Batman at eighty nine. And that's hey 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 that's with, with, me. with John and Niall who are uh, covering the 1989 Batman with um with Michael Keaton and uh, we got to talk about um you know talk about jokers and clowns and mimes and and all kinds of good stuff. I'm in minute 46 and I think they're just up to minute 40 as we record this. So uh, so coming up soon on that. Awesome. So what yeah what minutes did you do with uh with Batman at 89? Oh no, I can't remember. I can't remember. But they're after your they're okay. after yours. Okay. So just, So start yeah. listening now and then you'll hear um, me and then you'll hear Heidi for the Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was uh, I I the ones that have come out fairly recently was I was on the um, Spider-Man minute, mm-hmm. and that was uh, minutes 99 and 100. So th- those were really f- super fun minutes. I loved talking with those guys. It was really fun. And you can find that at Dueling Genre. So Dueling Genre, it's one of their other uh, many, <laughs> one of their many Movies by Minutes podcasts that you can find at DuelingGenre.com. And yeah, that that was so just, those guys are just, just great. <laughs> really fun and just so funny and and insightful and and man do they love (laughs) (laughs) spider-man they are passionate about the subject and it's just it's super sweet so yeah and then as you mentioned i'll be on upcoming minutes of batman at 89 and then i'll also be on upcoming minutes of the thing minute yeah yeah i love another scary movie it was really fun Yes, it really is a good, I think, companion to the cabin in the woods. Like they have some. Well, the ca- and and the director and co-writer of cabin of the cabin in the woods. He one of his favorite movies is The Thing, and another one is Suspiria, and uh, that's Drew Goddard, and 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 so it it's just you can tell there's a little bit of that The Thing yeah. magic in there, you know. So, yeah. And then let's see, I've got some other stuff scheduled, but it hasn't been recorded yet. So I'll just I'll just tease out that we're we're still doing we're still being guests on other podcasts and we'll keep sharing that information with you on Twitter at Spinal Tap Minute and on um, uh, Instagram at Spinal Tap Minute and our, in our Facebook group the, too uh, in yeah, the, group the groupies, groupies lounge on Facebook so uh, yeah keep an eye I always try to yeah definitely yeah. if someone's nice enough to uh, to have one of us on we want to 
be nice enough to give them some advertising and plugs. So yeah, keep an eye on uh, on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook and we'll uh, when and where you can hear more from us. Yeah. And then the other thing is I just wanted to mention because we didn't end up recording any episodes right after it is that you and I got to meet face to face at Movies by Minutes Chicago. Yeah. For, for folks that don't remember or, or never realize that uh, Heidi and I put this thing together via email, via telephone, Skype. Uh, everything except actually speaking face to face. We had not met in person through the whole run of Spinal Tap Minute, but then uh, I, I made a last minute decision to uh, to head to Movies by Minute Chicago, the little uh, podcast get together that we had, and uh, we finally uh, we finally made that connection. <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun. And, and I found out like, like everybody else did, like within uh, Facebook somewhere, you started posting that you know, not only was Heidi going to make it and the ghost of Robert Stumpy Tusk, yeah. aka Brian, but that you were going to make it too. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it was a big, a big surprise for me too. And it was, it was awesome. Yeah, because we had, and how it went down, it, it happened pretty quickly. Uh, the reason I wasn't going to go is I had a family trip that uh, we were leaving Sunday morning on and and with just my whole family, my, my parents and my, my sister and her kids, just with everyone involved. Um, you know, I didn't have any flexibility. I couldn't change the timing on that. And then to um, I'm on the East Coast. So to get to Chicago on Saturday and then back home to then fly out again Sunday morning didn't seem like it was going to work. And um, we had just talked, Heidi and I, we had just talked Wednesday night and I got off the phone and my, my wife's like, hey, Kat was saying, well, you know, how did it go? What'd you guys talk about? And um, we talked about, you know, podcasting stuff. And I said, yeah. And then Heidi's going to, uh, to Chicago and I really wish I could go. And I think, I think Kat just got tired of, <laughs> of listening to me mope and, and complain about it. And she's like, and she just started, you know, going online and look up flights and you're like, you know, Chicago isn't that far away. You could fly out Saturday morning and come back Saturday night. And, uh, I mean, it was a little too late to, uh, to kind of get Friday off from work, but she's like, you know what? You could, you could do it. If it would shut you up from complaining about it, you could do it. And I looked at it. I'm like, okay, so this thing's scheduled from, you know, the schedule is like noon to six. And I'm like, okay, there's a flight. I could fly out, get in at 11, which gives me, you know, time to get to the theater where we were all getting together. And then there's a flight out. I think my flight out was like 730. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, so if it, or maybe it was eight or something. So I'm like, well, if I, you know, if I have, like, you know, if I call like, uh, you know, call the taxi or call the lift, you know, to get there right at six o'clock and I leave as soon as it ends and there's no traffic and, uh, you know, I'm only there for a day, so I'm not checking any luggage. I could probably get there in time to make the 730 flight home. So that's what I did. Um, just went out there and and, uh, and I'm glad I did. So uh, thank you, Kat, for making me do that. So it was great. Got to meet, uh, you know, got, meeting Heidi, of course, and uh, and the ghost of, uh, of Stumpy Tuff. <laughs> And uh, well, and, and all the other podcasters, of course. Uh, shout out to uh, Pete the Retailer and, and Alex Robinson of uh, Star Wars Minute, who kind of started off this daily movies by minutes thing. They were there. The Indiana Jones Minute guy, Scott Corelli, you know the the Spider Man Minute guy, the guys, um, the Galaxy Quest guys. 
so many guys there uh, and so many girls guys and, guys. and, and girls and, and you know the fifth element john and, and crystal beth and um yeah just all my favorite podcasters from all my favorite movie podcasts so uh yeah, so we we've met now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. It was fun to meet you and give you a hug and then also just to know you were going to be there and meeting and hanging out with like yeah. people that that we've podcasted with and people that we have um talked with and had kind of back and forth jokes and things just in our Facebook group, our Movies by Minutes Facebook group. And and then since then, I just feel a little bit more connected with that group, too. There's people that I got to have a little bit longer conversations with there now. And I just feel like, oh, yeah, I kind of know this person mm-hmm. and had a drink with them and gave them a hug and took a little photo. And now we all kind of share each other's stuff a little bit more, I think, on Twitter and things, just because we kind of have a bit more of an affinity and know know who that other person is behind the name of the whatever by whatever minute podcast, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, it was nice more to, of a and, face to, yeah, to see that the, the people for the most part face to face were, had the, the same personality that we see online through the social media or that we hear through the podcast. Um, I'm not, I'm not a social butterfly. I don't, I don't generally talk to strangers, um, mm-hmm. but this didn't feel like it, even though these are, uh, you know, faces I haven't seen. I certainly recognize the voices, so uh, it didn't feel like I was in a room full of strangers. It was it was comfortable, and yeah. And it is nice to know that, uh, or just to feel that little bit more connected when I'm listening to uh, to the folks on the podcast. To know that they're just they're just as much a swell bunch as they uh, as they sound like. Yeah, yeah, was a, a real swell bunch, and and continues to be a swell bunch. So one more thing before we kind of wrap it up is that I did want to mention, so as people may or may not remember, and we do have a a lot of new people who have been following and subscribing and everything, and that's that's super awesome, Mm -hmm. um, is that I'm a... A professional coach for multi creatives, and I, I I teach compassion and do all this stuff in the in the realm of creativity and 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 camaraderie and helping people get their get their lives together in the way that they want to, you know, in their their own personal way of being creative, wonderful weirdo people. And uh, I've got something going on that is for the women especially, and it's this retreat coming up in May. So May is a little ways away, but just to let people know, it's going to be in Murphy's, California. It's going to be a three-night, four-day weekend with yoga. Um, and this is like really accessible yoga. So, you know, beginner yoga for anybody, even if you've never done it before. We'll be swimming. We'll have a dance party. We're going to do crafting. So it's going to be just super casual, really fun kind of a, a retreat. And it's called Camp Wildflower. And this October, so just actually in about a week from now, we're we're going to be opening registration for it. So I just want to let everybody know. So if you want to go to HeidiBennett.com and look under where it says camps and classes, then you can see Camp Wildflowers coming up and you could click the link and find out all about the camp. And then you'll also be able to sign up to uh, it says join the wait list and that will it allow people to find out what it's like and then if you scroll through that website 
that website has been put up um, by my friend Amber Carnes, who I'm co-hosting with, and and you can kind of get an idea of what the camp's going to be like and what we're going to do. And and uh, one thing that's cool is that people can like pay all up front, or if you are a bit more on a budget, we can set out a payment plan too. That's why I wanted to especially get the camp available early. So even though you're like, May, that's a long time away <laughs> if you wanted to go to the camp, but it seems like the it's a little bit on the higher end of a price tag for you. Just remember you can set up a payment plan. So anyways, I just want to let people know about that because I think it's going to be really fun. And it's definitely like my day job is really really important to me. And it's something really amazing to be able to get a bunch of women together to just have a a jolly good time and swim and dance and feel free and free and their own funky selves. And so, so yeah, and that's kind of what I've been up to, partially what I've been up to, besides getting the other podcast going (laughs) (laughs) since we last talked. Yeah. So that, that sounds really great. Yeah. Really so tell Cat yeah. that that's what you're getting <laughs> for for Christmas. No. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to mention your your? I know you've got some T-shirt designs up for your other podcast. Do you want to mention that? Um. Sure. Sure. I'll mention that. I'll, and I'll do. I actually have a little bit of Spinal Tap news. So oh, great! <laughs> being yeah. that this is a Spinal Tap podcast i thought we should talk final tap um but you know what the folks listening you've waited this long you can wait another 30 seconds while i say yeah so i've i've got some new artwork and, and some new logos for uh five minutes of mime and those are available they're up on t public and you could link uh the links up on the website which is five minutes of mime.com or you can also go directly to uh, tpublic.com slash user slash five minutes of mime and that's spelled out f-i-v-e minutes of mime and also i'm actually very uh it was nice to see very quickly moved up the search results if you just go to tpublic.com and search mime i think like (laughs) i'm i'm up like like three or four of the top 10 results are, nice. uh, are from five minutes of mime so you can see those those new designs um yeah found a uh, a great young artist was recommended to me and and she did a wonderful job um so yeah if you're interested in in mime and artwork and t-shirts uh you can you can certainly check those out sweet and so now on to uh to spinal tap um so we mentioned a couple times during the run of the movie the ongoing lawsuit between Harry Shearer and, and the other members of the band and uh Vivendi which is the through various mergers and acquisitions are now the corporate entity that that owns the rights to uh to Spinal Tap and the movie This is Spinal Tap and um the the band is suing the company over uh I guess royalties and profit sharing i think at one point harry said something like they've gotten was like two dollars and fifty cents there's some ridiculously no low number in terms of uh, residuals and um and, and profits from from this movie that's still playing and still popular today and and the music is still out there so obviously someone's paying to to watch this movie and listen to this music and and none of the money is is making its way back to the band uh, so an update on that it was a ruling from the judge that um, she felt they they haven't yet proved 
their fraud claims against Vivendi, but she did allow the uh, the lawsuit to go forward. Um, Vivendi had had put a motion in to have the the lawsuit just d- dismissed entirely out of hand. Um, so I'm going to call that a net win for the band on that. So uh, no resolution yet, uh, unfortunately, as these things go with when you get big corporations and, and the, the high price lawyers involved, they, these things drag out. So no resolution yet, but I think uh, a step in the right direction. At least, uh, at least I think at this point, we're assured that uh, the guys are going to get their day in court, that the, uh, the case is going forward. So, uh, awesome. yeah, so just a little, little update on, uh, you know, on our, our, our little British lads and how they're doing. So, uh, <laughs> cool. maybe they'll make something yeah. out of this. Yeah. Thank you for, for the update. I, that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah, and, and, then, and I hope that we can get together again and tell everybody how it all went superbly. Yeah. So, and good timing. Cause that actually, that ruling just came down. Uh, it's Monday as we record that. That ruling actually came down Thursday, late in the day Thursday, and was reported just this past Friday. So it's it's good timing that we uh, that Heidi called me up and decided, hey, let's uh, let's record something. So there you go. All right. Awesome. So great. Well, I think maybe we should probably wrap this up. And it's no surprise to me that we've almost <laughs> talked for a full hour, Sean. <laughs> um and yeah we're of course sending our best wishes to tom petty that he you know has a swift and safe recovery and uh, glad that we're able to report that he is not dead and that's how things went today during our recording yeah so so some good news yeah Cool. Well, you know where to find us, everybody. <laughs> we're at SpinalTapMinute.com. We're, you know, we're on the, the tweets and the grams at Spinal Tap Minute and all the usual places. And, and uh, you know, let us know what you're up to. We'd love to hear from you. I haven't checked our, our email in quite a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably Facebook at our, at our uh, Groupies mm-hmm. Lounge, the Spinal Tap Minute Groupies Lounge would be a great place to let us know what you're up to and any uh tom petty memories you want to share and and in celebration of his his continued life hopefully a long one and uh yeah just uh anything else anybody wants to share we'd love to hear from you and i think that's about it uh sean how do we end this thing again (laughs) (laughs) um i'm scratching my head oh yeah um well so what we say is and so say all of us tap Tap into into america